0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Z. Thank you so much for joining the Unlocking Greatness podcast with Zendra Glass. I want to dive into a topic that means so much to me. It's a private conversation I had with my daughter many years ago. And the title of this podcast or this broadcast is going to be called You Are a Lion. So many years ago, my my daughter, she's now in college, but many years ago, I'll never forget, I walked into her room. Um, I heard her crying, and she was in her room just sobbing and crying away about uh, some girls uh, at school did not want to talk to her anymore. They were ignoring her, and and uh, she was just so um, uh, heartbroken about uh, some of the things they were saying about her. And um, she was just going on and on and on and just crying, and, and she just said, I don't understand what I did wrong. I'm saying to them, why won't you just talk to me? I mean, she was just going on and on and on about uh, she don't know what happened. And, 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 and how she's trying to get these girls to like her, and 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 I guess they just didn't like her or what have you. And I'm sure most mothers at that time would have, I don't know, comforted their daughter and, I don't know, maybe given her a hug and told everything's going to be all right or, uh, you know, had some kind words to say. But, but I cannot explain to you all what happened, but there's something inside of my spirit spirit, something inside of my, my, my soul just really sparked. And the things that I told my daughter that day was so deep that to this day, she tells me, mom, that really changed my life. And I want to share that moment with you. And I'm hoping that every girl, every boy, every man, every woman gets inspired by this. So I walked into my daughter's room and I closed her door and I got directly in her face. I think I was only maybe two inches away from her. And I looked at her in her eyes. And I said, you are a lion. You are a lion because my blood flows through you. And the blood of Jesus Christ flows through me. And because of that power, That grace that God has given us, that spirit of the lion is in you. You are a lion. And I remember going on and on and telling her that she's she's bold, that uh, lions are courageous, and the power that we have comes from God. And I remember getting really, really close to her. And I said, don't you ever beg someone to love you. Don't you ever beg someone to accept you. Don't ever beg someone for that. And I remember telling her, sometimes lions have to walk alone. Lions lead the way. Lions are courageous. They are bold. I said, you are bold. You are wonderfully and fiercely made. And I just went on and on and on explaining to her that things that would devour most people do not devour or stop us. Because God lives within us. And that power, that boldness, that tenacity, that protection that he gives us makes us unstoppable. And you you guys should have been there. Her, Her eyes just started to widen and, you know, her entire expression really started to change and, 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 and I can't remember every word that I said, but I remember telling her, the next time you go back into that building, you hold your head up high. Don't be afraid to sit alone if you have to. I remember saying to her, don't run after people, but you need to run after knowing who you are in God. And you guys should have been there just to look on her face. She just was, her eyes were just wide. Now, I don't know if you're watching this video or if you're just listening to the podcast, but literally, my daughter's eyes just were so wide. I, I could tell that she was paying attention to every word that I was saying. And I went on to tell her that you are a beautiful lion in God. Don't ever be afraid to walk alone. In fact, by you taking that stand and knowing who you are, others are gonna be attracted to the light that they see in you. Others will be attracted to that. And the last few words I spoke to her, as I said, don't ever forget who you are. You are a lion. So as I spoke those words to my daughter at such a young age, and mind you, as of the recording of this you know, broadcast, she's now in college. I can tell that she was empowered because for the first time in her life, she knew who she was. She knew that day that she was a lion. Now, some of you may think that I went a bit overboard and uh, maybe that was a bit much to you know, have that conversation with a young girl who was simply crying over a lost friendship. and But it, it, here's what I want to say to you for those who may be thinking that. From that day forth, my daughter never had that issue again because she knew who she was. She knew as of that day that she was a lion in Christ. In fact, you know, what's funny is I don't even think that that issue was even about lost friendships. I think that issue was an identity issue. She needed to know who she was in Christ. And she needed to know the power that lived inside of her. And over the years, here's what's really funny. There are several times she sent me text messages and, Uh, in those messages every blue moon it happens she'll say mom I need to hear that lion story again and then I'll text her back you are a lion you are a lion because my blood flows through you and the blood of Jesus Christ flows through me and I'll text the whole thing to her And those are such precious. I don't even have to know the issue that she was dealing with. Just when she texts me, say, mom, I need to hear that line story again. You know, sometimes we just have to be reminded of who we are in Christ. So I love those little tender moments and it have it has not happened often, which is a good thing that I've had to text her and to remind her. And she'll text me back. Thanks, mom. So you may be wondering, why am I? even bothering telling you this story okay where am I going with this and my mission is to encourage you every boy every girl every man every woman that's listening to this to encourage you and to remind you that you are a lion in Christ now, I know that this podcast, you know, we're going to be talking about businesses and we're going to be talking about, you know, pursuing your dreams and your passions in life. And uh, we're going to get into all of that. Many of you know that I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an author. I, you know, run a staffing agency. I write books. I do this. I do that. And I can't wait to just soak you with all of those things to help you to uh, grow whatever seeds God has planted inside of you. But if you've been listening to a couple of these podcasts, you would probably know by now that I am building a foundation first because if you don't have that foundation built and you don't know who you are, then anything that you step out and do when things get hard, when people come against you, it'll be very easy for you to fold. It'll be very easy for you to chase after others when you really need to be chasing after knowing who you are in Christ. So I want to talk about a couple things real quickly before I go. As you all know, I love to use a scripture here or there. Um, I use it with my family, and I definitely want to use it in these podcasts. If you are feeling fearful, if you're afraid, if you've been timid about pursuing some things or doing some things in life, I want you to look up one of my favorite passages. I want you to go and look up and read the book of 2 Timothy. You can just read the first chapter. Just go to 2 Timothy. And in 2 Timothy, what is so amazing about that passage, that is the Apostle Paul, and if I remember correctly, I believe he was writing a letter to uh, Timothy, uh, you know, of course, writing a letter to Timothy. And in that first chapter, um, Paul says to Timothy, he reminded him of who they were. He said, for God did not give us a spirit of fear. God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but he gave us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of self-discipline. That's a passage I love to refer to. Now, if you say to yourself, or if you're saying to me, okay, Z, that's great. God didn't give me a spirit of fear or timidity, but a spirit of power. But why am I going through all of this? Why is it so hard? Why do I get so down about things? Why does it seem like everything seems to be coming against me? at times? Why do I not have the support? Why do I take one step forward and two step backwards? So then I will tell you to look up a passage in Hebrews chapter 12. Just read that whole thing. The beautiful thing about Hebrews chapter 12 is it teaches us to uh, accept discipline and and endure hardship as discipline. So when you're going through life, that passage teaches us that God disciplines those he loves. And it goes on down to say that we we know it's painful. We know it's not pleasant at the time. But it produces this harvest of righteousness for those who've been trained by it. That's why I had that talk with my daughter as well. That's why I had that talk with her. Is that I've got to help her be trained to stand against opposition. Be trained when people come against you. Be trained when you feel like you're alone. Be trained with how to stand. God allows those things to happen to discipline you, not to harm you, not to harm you. So then if you may say, well, but what is the point of all of this? Then I would say, turn on over to, uh, I think it's Romans 5. Read the first couple verses of Romans 5. And it talks about how suffering, how it produces um, perseverance. You can't learn to persevere if you ain't been through nothing can't learn to stand alone if you never really had to stand alone. Right? Suffering produces perseverance. And guess what perseverance produces? Perseverance produces character. Your character. Now you're known for something. And guess what character produces? Character produces hope. So go and read it. Go and read Romans chapter 5. Now, if you want some examples of some people who I think have done an amazing job with that, go to the book of Joshua. Now, I know this isn't Bible study because I can see some people sending me messages saying, oh, I thought this site was all, you know, this podcast is all about me learning to make money. And I don't know how to grow my business and how to, you know, pursue my goals and dreams. Well, yeah, we'll get to some of that stuff. But one thing that I'm committed to is being authentic. And I refuse to in any way, fashion or form help you grow those seeds that are inside of you, the seeds of greatness, without giving you a foundation to stand on. That's why there's so many motivational videos and things out there, and people watch a gazillion of them, but yet don't make a decision to do anything. Because they don't have the solid foundation. They're, they're giving milk and they're not giving meat. They're not giving solid food. So I'm trying to give you solid food. I'm not trying to convert you to a certain religion or anything like that. But I'm trying to be authentic and explain to you what has shaped my daughter, what has shaped my three sons. I have three. What has shaped me and what helps me stand against when these forces come against me, what helps me to stand. That's how I was able to go from being 12 years old and homeless with my mom to pursuing things and, 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 and achieving things in life that I can only dream of. That's how I was able to go into you know starting up a company with only $45 to my name, when I felt like everyone had deserted and fled, me, and fled from me and I had no support during this small time, this dark time in my life. I was able to channel into some of the things I'm feeding you now. So just bear with me. So as I said before, uh, go to the book of Joshua. Read it for yourself. You don't need to take my word for it. Read through Joshua because just in that first chapter, notice how many times God had to tell him to be strong and courageous. Now, if you don't know much about Joshua, and again, I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm just a woman that loves God. I attend lots of Bible discussions and classes, and I've led a lot of Bible groups and helped a lot of people. But I'm I'm not a licensed minister or anything like that, okay? I just look at the Bible in black and white and I take what I can get from it and use it in my life. But anyway, so the book of Joshua is kind of cool because in that first chapter, the Lord had to tell him over and over again to be strong and courageous. Now, just a little bit of a backdrop if I remember correctly, and and you biblical scholars out there, you can correct me on this I believe Moses had just died. And Moses' uh, aide, his name was Nun, and this was Nun's son. Who the Lord then, I guess, in some kind of way ordained or told him, you know, hey, you're about to cross the Jordan River and, you know, go into the land I promised or what have you. So, of course, there's some anxiety, some fear, some stresses that come along with that, right? Many of us are in situations or have been where we know we're about to climb a high mountain to do something we've done before and we're scared out of our minds. So, in that chapter in Joshua 1, God tells him several times, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous be strong and courageous. At least three times he says that. And then there's one point in there where he says, do not be terrified. He says, do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. He says, for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. That's why I go to my passages so I can be reminded You know, that reminds me of like Daniel. Go to the book of Daniel if you want. Read about when Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. It dawned on me before I did this podcast, this broadcast today, I thought about Daniel and I thought. Oh, my God, how could he not have been afraid to go into a den of lions? And I don't know much about biblical history, but I've been told that they used to purposely not feed the lions for a long time so that when they throw people into the lion's den, their bodies are literally crushed before it even hits the floor. And if you know the story of Daniel in the lion's den, when they lured him into that chamber and all those lions surrounded him, they didn't touch him. For God had sent, I think, an angel or something to shut the mouths of the lion. I thought about Daniel and I thought, Wow. Daniel was a lion among lions. He knew who he was. So even in the face of death, being lured into a pit of hungry di- uh, lions, Daniel knew he was a lion. He knew the power that surrounded him. Daniel knew who he was. Then that makes me think about, and I know I'm going a little too deep with this, but you guys got to bear with me because I get excited when I think about biblical references and how we can relate to my life. But then I think about the book of Job. And if you've never read the book of Job, I highly advise you read it. Job was awesome. Job wasn't doing nothing wrong, really. Job was a man credited as righteous to God and, you know, and, and, and honored God and loved him and did everything right. And something may shock you if you've never read the book of Job. Just read the very first chapter. There was a conversation between Satan and God. And you may say, well, Z, that's not true. No, that is true. Go read it. Conversation. I'm going to paraphrase, but God basically is like, Satan, what you doing? Satan's like, oh, I'm just roaming the earth, looking for some, you know, roaming and uh, looking, I guess he's looking for someone to devour because that's what he does. And God says to him, have you considered my, my servant Job? I always had an issue with that passage because I'm like, why on earth would God say, have you considered Job? Like, why would you do that? If the man is doing what's right, why would you send trouble his way? Like, why? Why would you do that, God? Why would you do that, God? Why would you do that? Why would you send trouble my way? And I'm doing my best. And I'm doing my best to honor you and to love you and. To love you and to serve you, God, why would you send trouble my way? And that's what happened with Job. But here's what's so encouraging about that passage. Satan says to God, you know I can't touch him. Because you have a hedge around him. And I can't even touch him. Now God goes on to say, "Hmm, I'll remove that hedge away. Just don't take his life. Satan says, Oh, if you move that hedge away, he's going to curse you. And God's like, I'll move that hedge away. Go ahead. So I won't go into all the story because this really wasn't what this whole podcast is supposed to be about, but I'm just flowing in the spirit right now. But basically, the hedge is God removed the hedge away, this hedge of protection. Keep that in mind hedge of protection. And uh, Satan goes in and you guys know the story, took all his livestock, I guess. Back then, livestock is the same as cash. That's that was their money. All of his livestock, his kids, he had his kids die. I mean, it was it was horrible. Everything that could fail in his life just about failed. Now, I won't even give the story away because the story turned out to be beyond amazing what happened um, and what God did for Job at the end of his life. You can read that for yourself and learn the premise of me bringing it up because this whole topic is about you are a lion, right? The premise of me bringing up Job, because you may say, well, see, that's not encouraging that God allowed that hedge to be taken away. Oh, I kind of disagree. Because what encourages me is I know that I'm a lion in Christ, but I also know that God's hedge of protection is around me. And I know that if he chooses to remove that hedge or allow it to be removed, He's got a better plan in place for me. He's allowing me to go through some form of boot camp. As I'm doing now while I'm recording this, if you only knew some of the things that I deal with in life, he allows me to go through some form of boot camp, some sort of training. Remember we talked about that? I think it was Hebrews 12 or so. He allows me to go through that type of boot camp or training so that I can be refined. It helps my perseverance. It helps my character. helps me to be hopeful because I already know He's going to bring me through it, just like he did with Job. Hopefully that makes sense. There's another passage or two I just want to throw your way. Read Psalm 91. You can say, Z, you're giving me all these passages. You know, what is this, a Bible study? Well, I guess you can call it that, you know, if you want to. Um, or I guess you can go listen to other podcasts that, where someone don't mention the scripture. But for this one, I, I, I just have to help you the best I can. Read Psalm 91. The beautiful thing about Psalm 91, oh, my goodness, is one of my favorite passages. If you're going through things in life where you're fearful, you're afraid, you don't know how you're going to make it, everything seems to be falling down around you, read all of Psalm 91. But just there's just a couple little points in there where he says, a thousand may fall at my side. Ten thousand may fall at my right. But none of it is going to touch me. And then it goes on down to talk about how Um, God commands his angels concerning you to guide you and protect you. I mean, it's just powerful. Talk about being a lion. So I want to end this passage with some Proverbs 28. That's a short little passage that says the righteous are as bold as a lion. Think about that for a second. The righteous are as bold as a lion. That helps me to know that nothing can come against me that God would not, would not turn around and use for his benefit. So I want to wrap this up. Know who you are. If you're sitting there now crying as you're listening to my voice, if you're afraid If you're going through unthinkable things in life and God knows I've been through them. I want you to deep dive deeply into some of these passages I just shared with you. I want you to share this video or this podcast, even with your kids. Your young kids, your teens. Other family members and friends who need to be reminded who they are. God has not forgotten about you. He's planted those seeds inside of you for a reason. He's not off course. He's always on time. And if he's been allowing you to go through the wilderness, I want you to adjust your training, adjust your thinking, adjust it. Dive in the scriptures and adjust it so you can look at the picture the way, let's just say Daniel did when he was lowered into the den of lions. Does that make sense? I want you to know that you are a lion. You are a lion. Nothing that comes against you is going to succeed. Absolutely nothing. This little conversation I had with my daughter that, and thank you for allowing me to share with you. Thank you by listening to this. So thank you for allowing me to share it. I'm not exaggerating when I say that it has changed the course of her life. Because she didn't know that she was a lion. She needed to be reminded that my blood flows through her. She needed to be reminded that the blood of Jesus flows through her. She needed to be reminded that she's protected. She needed to be reminded that no weapon formed against her will ever prosper. She needed to be reminded she didn't have to beg anyone for love or attention. She needed to be reminded that it's okay sometimes to be alone. And I pray that this has greatly encouraged you. Don't cry. Don't beg anyone. Don't give up. Don't you dare stop. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare think that God stopped caring. That is a lie. I'm sure Job was tempted to feel that, and I strongly encourage you to please read the book of Job and look through everything that that man went through and what was stripped away from him. But I'm also begging you to remember the end of his story and remember what God did. I love you all. My name is Z. This is Unlocking Greatness podcast with Zendrick Glass. I thank you so much for listening. You are lion.